It's David Burton here on the range today. We were lucky enough to make it to the CMA Festival in Nashville earlier this year. And on one really hot afternoon, we walked around a corner just in time to see this skinny guy jumping around all over the stage. He was moving like Jagger. He was playing the harmonica one-handed like a madman and singing a bundle of awesome songs. And we've got him on the line right now. He's just had his first number one song with Buy Me A Boat. Welcome to the range, Chris Jansen. Thank you very much, and what a quite an intro there. Thank you very much for that. Well, you deserve it. We actually looked at you on the on the list, the playlist of who was on that afternoon, thought, Chris Jansen, I've heard of this guy, didn't know much about you, so we decided to uh, give you the Aussie test, and uh, you passed with flying colours. Well, thank you very much. I'm proud to hear that. Well, you know what? I, I love country music, and that was... Uh that was a record attendance that day. That was pretty cool. And um, I have a good time when I get up there, man. It looked like it, too. Like most so-called overnight sensations, you've been in the music business for years. How long is it now? Uh, you know, so I've been doing it professionally for for 10 years, and uh, it's treated me really well, man. I've, I've lived in Nashville. I'm going to my 11th year, and and uh, you know, been been hard at it for ten years. Now you've had your first number one hit, which is the most exciting thing in any artist's life. What was the thought process that initiated a song like "Buy Me a Boat"? Oh man, you know, it was it was actually one of the most simple songs I've ever written. Um, you know, boats, pickup trucks, Yeti coolers, and money. And I mean, those are four pretty simple, you know, things. And uh, Literally, we just had nothing else to write about that day, and we wanted to write something. You know, my, my co-writer and I wanted to write something that was just kind of down home and something we could relate to, um, and that's what we did. You know, it was a quick song. We wrote it. We wrote three-quarters of it the first day, and and uh, we wrote the rest of it the next. And, I mean, it, it happened pretty pretty simple and easy. I came up with that little melody just strumming around on my on my old gut-string guitar, and it turned into my first number one. It's it's, it's a pretty miraculous thing. You know, I hear that same story over and over again from artists that the the, the song that becomes one of their biggest is something that they a didn't expect to 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 happen, but b didn't take much time to write. Yeah, I mean, literally, I didn't expect it to happen. Absolutely not. You know, I think the best ones, man, in my opinion, as a songwriter and as an artist, I mean, the best songs come quick. You know, I care about my songs so much but I want to I always want to write them with the I don't care mindset so you know it keeps it fresh and cool and you know keeps your head in a good place and just keeps you free and easy about it absolutely um, that's the way I like to write that's the way I do things that's the way that music's supposed to be I think so um, that's just kind of the way I roll. I totally agree there. Uh, and Buy Me A Boat is also the title of your new album, which is due for release at the end of this month, not too far to go now. Uh, now Chris, you're a self-confessed right. teetotaler, yet the new single's called The Power of Positive Drinking. Tell us a little more about that one. Absolutely. So The Power of Positive Drinking, it kind of goes through the steps of um, of exactly what it says, just The Power of Positive Drinking. Instead of instead of slipping off the deep end and... Uh, and, uh, you know, you may have had a bad day. You may have had a long week at work. You know, just whatever the situation is, you know. Um, I know back in my drinking days, man, I used to drink and have a good time with it. And I know there's a there's a big community of, of people around the world who who do the same. And uh, the song is kind of kind of encouraging, you know, in a humorous way uh, as, as, as that goes. And, uh, you know, it just gives you the list, man. Beer one starts off like a beer. And by number 10, life is good again. I've had a bit of a pre-listen to the album. That's one that's sticking in my mind already. Another one that uh, is sticking in my mind from the album is your duet with Tim McGraw called Messing with Jesus. But this isn't your first encounter with Tim, is it? No, it's not. I am so thankful for McGraw, man. He's been a, he's been a great advocate in my corner um, for, for quite a many years now. He, I, you know, I, 
had my first outside song recorded by another artist, uh, by Tim McGraw. It was a song called Truck Yeah. And, um, but you know, we weren't, we were not friends, even, not even acquainted at that point years ago. Uh, but ever so recently, my friends in radio started calling going, man, did you know Tim McGraw loves your song and, and, uh, buy me a boat and, and, one thing led to another. He saw me play on the CMT Music Awards, and it kind of struck a fire and struck a chord there. And so through this whole process of, of getting it to number one in the last, you know, last couple of weeks and everything, he's been really in my corner. And, and uh, man, just spreading the, spreading the good word of the song and, uh, and of me. And he's turned out to be a, a great friend and, and uh, just a real good guy. So I love that guy. And we did, a, you know, we did this song. My wife and I wrote this tune called Messing with Jesus for the new record. And um, I love the track, and I'm glad I'm glad to hit like it too. And I, you know, I'd been trying to get McGraw to cut this song for his project uh, months prior, you know, over this last year. And I guess you know the way that the way the tables turned, I guess it was meant to be. He was I was supposed to cut it, and he was supposed to do it that with me. And um, man, I have to tell you, I think it sounds like a million bucks. Take me out of it, you know. I'm I'm speaking on McGraw's behalf here, man. He is uh, he sounds so freaking good on it. So. To have a to have a star of that level, that quality, a part of my music, that's a huge deal. You can certainly do worse than having Tim on your side. I'll tell you right now. But you've also uh, had not <laughs> not so much collaborations, but you've been associated with a lot of other artists through your songwriting. I mean, you've written for the likes of uh, Justin Moore, uh, Randy Hauser, Joe Nichols, who's one of our favourite here yep. at the range, uh, Frankie Ballard, Tyler Farr, Jared Neiman, Craig Campbell. The list goes on. When you actually hear the finished product. Yep from one of those artists, a song you've written. Are you ever surprised? Uh, pleasantly surprised every single time, and I'll tell you why. It's one thing to have a hit song as an artist and be singing it yourself. That's awesome. That's no doubt about it. It's just such a awesome thing to have another artist care enough to record one of your songs that they didn't write. And I know some people, you know, really look at it as, as so much art that, you know, it's they get real finicky and weird about how it sounds when someone else kind of, you know, takes their project and makes it their own. But, man, I'm proud to see people take songs and make them their own. For instance, like um, Frankie, that, that song that I had recorded on Frankie's coming out as a new record. It's called Little Bit of Both. Um, you know, my demo sounds completely different than what he did in the studio. And I, and I love that because Frankie took it and made it his own song. And that's really, that's a really the highest honor that anybody could ever have, I think. Absolutely, and there's another guy we've got to get out here to Australia, uh, Frankie Ballard, and you. I'll tell you, talk about that in just a tick. How does your day-to-day life compare from about one year ago, now that you've had your first number one song on country radio? Oh, buddy. Well, you know what? We've, we've always felt very blessed to be alive, number one, to number two, to be working in country music, and it has just taken it to a whole new level, I have to tell you. This has been a big year for me as far as getting outside songs recorded by other artists, um, along with buy me a boat, having my first number one. I mean, a lot of a lot of crazy, awesome things have happened. And uh, you know, I just got off stage with with Luke Bryan. You know, literally about thirty minutes ago. I mean, I've been on tour with Toby Keith all summer. It's it just it just went from one level literally and skipped about ten steps and and went to the to the highest marquee. And man, it sure feels good to be on top of that hill. And and um, you know, we just we just hope we can stay there and, and sustain and, and just continue to have have some more success with songs because I tell you, it, it's really fun. We're having a ball with it. That's great news, Chris. And I'll tell you, one way to build your audience overseas is to pay visits. And with that in mind, we spoke about visiting Australia. Can I give you a friendly tip? 
Yes. We have an annual festival here. It's called CMC Rocks Queensland. It happens every March. Now, for instance, next March, the lineup includes Jason Aldean, Florida Georgia Line, Lee Bryce, Kip Moore, Brantley Gilbert, Tyler Farr, uh, Chase Rice, the Cadillac Three, and stacks of great Aussie artists. Now, I know what Aussies like, and having seen you live on stage, mate, they will absolutely love you. So why don't you get your people to talk to their people and uh, get yourself out here in 2017? I think we're going to need to do that. So, uh, done. I, I love where your head's at. So, yeah, we're going to do that. Good stuff. That's the best piece of news we've heard all day. Hey, Chris, congratulations on Buy Me a Boat number one. The the album sounds fantastic, let me tell you. Everyone grab a copy when it comes out on the 30th of this month. Uh, looking forward to seeing you when you eventually make it down under. Chris Jansen, thank you very much for your time with The Range today. You are awesome, bro. Thank you so much.